How y'all doing, everybody? I'm your host, Carly, and this is my first episode of ITTRH, which is Into the Rabbit Hole. How deep does it go, and how deep do you want to go to understand a certain subject? So today, this is my first episode, and um, this will be, these are, in my opinion, going to be some of my best works because I, I actually sat down and thought about these subjects for a long time and I actually wrote all this I'm going to read is just something I wrote on it's going to be like an essay format and um I want to get I just want to get on a certain subject and just stick on that subject and talk about that and try to give you a different perspective about what's going on about something like you know you can deep dive into something but it always the understanding you want to get and the truth of the matter it depends on how deep you want to go because the deeper you go into the truth and to secrets and to conspiracies and to lies and to understanding it offends you and then some people check out when it when they get to a point where they get too offended they get too afraid or you know it scares them they they, they check out so this is just gonna be a ground level of a certain subject and I want you to go the hopes is for you to go into inspire you to look into these things yourself and draw your own conclusions based on what I said or what it may look like because me being who I am I know that I live in a world where things that cannot be seen does not mean it does not exist and things that cannot be seen are the most important things and I know I fight against things that I cannot see and I cannot touch and I cannot fight back against fist to fist physically. I know I got to do it mentally, spiritually. And so I took a look at this certain thing and I wrote on it because, you know, it had one day it had just all clicked to me and I had to write that down before I forget it because I, I forgot better things than, than a lot of people ever thought of <laughs> for the most part and I hate to the day that I don't write these things down that I don't always carry some type of paper and pe pencil on me you know because I have some great ideas sometimes but this episode is called into the rabbit hole politics the game of the wealthy <clears throat> you ready Imagine, if you will, a game where you became the winner. You'll get to become the ruler of an entire nation. To do with what you please. But this power was only given for a short period of time. And then the game resets. New players and returning players battle again for the chance to rule again. And I made this like this because recently I've been playing, playing this card game. And I almost got 700 hours in it. And it's called Gwent. And it's a card game much like Yu-Gi-Oh! Much like Dungeons and Dragons. Much like, um... Much of that nature. And, um... It had, it's complicated. You know, you can do certain things. And you can't do certain things. You gotta wait till your phase is done. Wait till that phase begins. You have to affect this by doing that. You can cancel this ability. Cancel that. And... It got to a point where I got I used to lose a lot because you no know, it was it's not a beginner friendly game you can't just jump in and play it you have to 
dedicate yourself to it and actually try to understand the game. It's a mind thing. And that's what, that's what made me like it more. It's a game, but I think before I make every move, and I'm trying to be a better thinker and a better person at uh, critical thinking, basically. Before I, make, before I take any action, before I say anything with my mouth, before I react out of anger, I think about the situation first. What's the best option I can do? So when I'm playing that card game, even if I'm losing sometimes, what's the best, whatever I have in my deck or in my hand at the moment, what's the best card I can play next? What's my best move next where I won't sacrifice one of my good cards for something and try to anticipate his next move to destroy that card or to neg negate the effect of that card? So when I thought about that, I thought, damn, that game is deep. Just like Yu-Gi-Oh, that game is deep when you try to understand it on a good level. So then I thought about what do rich what do rich or wealthy people play? They don't play Uno like us. They don't play they don't go to gambling halls. They own the gambling halls. They own they own Las Vegas. What do they play? They don't go to basketball games. That's what we go to to have fun. It's just like with cars. We get a Hellcat. We have a a rich poor person's car. That's a rich poor person's car. That's the top of the line for a very poor person. For a very rich poor person, basically. Versus wealthy people, they toys are Ferraris, Lamborghinis, um, um, McLarens. This, 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 those are rich people toys. Yachts and stuff like that. We get a boat, they get a yacht. We get, we get a um, that little plane, they get a jet. You know, it's it's different toys. We we rent a hotel. We went one room in a hotel. They 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 rent the whole top floor of of a uh, condo. They rent the penthouse of a condo. It's different games they play. So I said, what's the game they play? Like, what's a card game rich people play? Rich people don't. They all they all have money at the table. They don't play blackjack to see who gets money. It's politics. They it's politics. That's what they play. That's how they entertain each other. Cause we know now. After all this time, after all these different people come out and getting exposed, that politics is nothing. It's a it's a sham. The presidency is a sham. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But it's a game to them to see which one's gonna win. And when I break it down, like how I'm gonna break it down, and I'm really finna base it off a card game, like a children's card game, like Yu-Gi-Oh, like Gwent. I'm finna base it off that. And when I see it, say it like this. It's gonna make you think, like, wow, wait a minute. It's some merit to what he's saying. It, it's it's no way, even if it's not a card game, it's still a game. When I when I when I explain it like how I'm gonna explain it now, break it down how I'm gonna break it down now. You can't tell me that it's not a game. Now watch this. Here are the rules of the game, and here are the terms in the game. A term. The winning player's period of time in which they are considered the winner. A party, like a political party. I wrote it down as a faction in which each candidate must associate themselves with in order to play the game. Each faction comes with its own advantage and disadvantage, tactics, and core support base. Voters outside game players who picks their favorite candidate 
based on their rhetoric a candidate a active and current player of the game looking to win the title of president and the term supporters non-playing potential candidates who either back or offer a, a running active candidate financial aid voter aid or public endorsement the electoral non-playing potential candidates or past candidate or previous term holders which were our winners who votes on the next term holder and title of president based on the candidates performance during the game voters do not decide term holders or president you see that the electoral chooses based on your best performance of what you did did your lies was your lies better than the other lies did you get caught in your lies did you persuade more people did you persuade more voters on your side <clears throat> a debate a public face-to-face -face live event where candidates verbally battle to discredit or expose rival candidate factions see and that's just me breaking it down on a simple level if i was to uh go deeper i could find more stuff i i have to study myself and i just come out with more with more and more and more and more and more and more similarities just like there's a thing called there's different there's a even when i went to voters let me read it again voters outside game players who picks their favorite their favorite candidate based on their rhetoric and see there's all type of voters they're they're swing voters some voters they like this person and some voters that like per that person then there's that's that's a, all this is a part of the game it's just like when something happens in uno when it's a reverse uno now it has a different rule now we have to go the other way now that player has to go there do this and do that so there's swing voters in this category voters that are being swayed to go to this side or that side they, they like what this person say they like what that person say then you have undecided voters who's not gonna who doesn't know who to vote for but it's gonna make a vote in that day you got to take that into account too as a candidate runner or, or player of the game then there is the ones who are not gonna non-voters people who's not gonna vote at all you know all this got to be taken into account when you're playing the game and you're spending money you're spending money in these different regions these different states and on campaigns and everything so when worded or explained like this the running of president sounds like a simple board game that's because it is now here are my similarities to the to the to like a game to the camp to the presidency to the running of the president they had their own teams political parties live games where tickets are sold those are debates merchandise you know them hats them clothing them slogans them logos make america great again all this stuff uh what the other guy said i did that no it's, it's merchandise people buy it points are calculated scores voters you know it's it's, it's like a game this is this is a game this seriously is a game how was this how can you take this serious as a person 
when it's actually formatted it like a video game. This is how every game I play is is played. It's playing like this. There's different stimulation, different rules. But we're deciding on the next ruler of a country. And it's being done like this. It's being done on public media where well he said he done, he was going to do this and we're still waiting on that and oh uh, they we have found documentation um in 1999 that he signed a, a bill to go to war and you know it's like a game it's like they're discrediting and they're they're discrediting and they're exposing each other to make uh you the non-playing the voter discredit like dislike that person so you can vote for another person and all the while while they're doing that the electoral is right is calculating those points okay he did that and he successfully did that okay let me keep going further to simplify things this is a simple this is my simplification of running for presidency if you ever want to tell anybody what's running for president mean you can say oh they're gonna be whoever wins be the next president of the united states that's simple too but let me explain it as in a game to simplify things the goal of the game seems to be to gain full support or rather the most support amongst your co-faction candidates then proceed to round two and race against the top rival faction candidates to either flip states against their opponent or secure and defend your state against rival faction candidate attacks attacks can be done in the following tactics each tactic provides its own pros and cons. Slander, lies, exposure, records, quotes, media tactics, or radio tactics. Those are ads and campaigns. Each of those attacks that land successfully on a rival faction candidate will result in the, that candidate's defeat and exit as an active player of the game. After so many, if a if somebody, if a candidate lands a slander, and it's true, and and the uh, and the rival candidate can't come back from that, and then they land a they expose them for something, and then add on top of it, bring some records with it, that person has really just been you really just lost. You they landed all three of these attacks and success, and you were not able to rebuttal or defend yourself correctly to get your voters back on your side. You have been kicked out the race. And that's when you get the normal people, the spectators, which are, which are us. Man, what name tore her up? Man, she couldn't. Kamala Harris couldn't say nothing. Man, she, after she uh, cause she promised last year she was gonna uh sign the uh student loan forgiveness, and they still didn't sign it. When he brought this stuff up, bro, she she couldn't say nothing. She was looking crazy, and that means she just lost all the faith of her supporters. That means you're gonna kicked out the game. You cannot run for president realistically and win. It won't even look good for the for the electoral to put you in place because you you failed you got a lot you got beat so bad by the other player you got outplayed basically by the other player so good because i remember at one uh point in a in an election somebody had beat somebody like by a lot of points and he still lost the presidency that's because the voters vote doesn't matter now it's true what they say you know how they give you their rhetoric your vote counts it do count they counted it but did they say your vote matters they say when you look at it they always say your vote counts hell yeah, yeah it count i count it yeah you, you voted i counted but did it matter 
but does your vote matter? I don't see no logo say your vote matters. It says your vote counts, and they're not lying. It counts. We counted it, but it did not matter. The electoral vote matters. Your vote counts. <laughs> Understand the difference. Understand the wording they are using. And in closing, this was a simple episode of Into the Rabbit Hole because uh, I just wanted to get that real fast because it is uh, the election season. I just wanted people to stop. Use your mind. Use critical thinking. There's been, I lived through Donald Trump. I'm living through this, uh, whoever this guy is now, Bernie Sanders. I remember um, Barack Obama and um, I don't know who was before that. George Bush, yeah. I lived through what? That's, what's this? Four or five presidents? So, my life has not changed for the better or for the worse. No, my life has not changed for the for the better. It's got worse. If anything, I made my life better myself. They didn't, It. I have not yet to have been protected by any laws that they, that any one of them has passed. I have not able still have able to go somewhere and they be like, well, under this law that was signed by Donald Trump yesterday, you can go inside here and you can do that. I have not yet to hear that. My job is still the same. Nothing changes. Like every day on the news, I hear something blew up in another in another state or something happened. That doesn't change my life. I still got to go to work that day. If that stuff really mattered, we would we would stop what we were doing. Just like when 9/11 happened, I was in school. We was in class when that happened. And then we went to school the next day. Like, the world, didn't, it didn't stop. It's like, it, didn't, it don't matter for real. Like, though I said, my life never changed. No matter how many presidents it's been so far, my life has not changed. And I don't want you to look toward that person making your life change. They are all, some of them are on the same factions, but they're running against each other. That's because you don't see what they see. They are, they are in agreement on the same faction, but somewhere down at the bottom this person and that person disagree on something they can disagree on something you don't even got nothing to do with for example this these two people are both part of the republican party they all agree on subjects taxes and all this stuff but this guy wants to stop using oil in siberia and this guy on the other side wants to keep using oil in siberia so now automatically they clash they disagree with each other. So they won't tell you that, the oil thing. What they will say is, they will argue and tell you that I disagree with him because he doesn't want to make your taxes $1 lower. He doesn't want to make food free in the store. And then you're all cheering for that. But really, he disagrees with him and he's opposing him so he can get the candidacy so he can keep oil going or he can turn oil off in Siberia. Something they're not going to tell you. So why are you thinking they talking about student loan and debt forgiveness and Medicaid? They're really arguing about some other stuff at the bottom. That's what they're opposed to. Because that stuff, that student loan, that Medicaid, that stuff is going to always be there. It's not going to go nowhere. And stop looking to one of them to make it happen because it, it's, it's just, it's no way. This is We're living in a bubble that's about to blow. It, we can't, stuff, you can't do certain things no more. Student debt loans is keeping something afloat. And if that goes away, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make a domino effect. Something else going to fall. It has to be in place. There has to be loans and stuff given. There has to be some type of debt. This stuff can't just go away. Um, Medicaid, medicine cannot be free over here. It can't. They they make medicine. They make pills. 
they make opioids if they make it free that's a whole industry they just destroy it for themselves. so they won't be rich no more it can't be free stop thinking that food can't be free they it's too many distributors that that ship food everywhere it can't be free for you it can be easier to get with food stamps that's so they can track and understand what, what you're spending and what are you buying and what are you eating but other than that <laughs> it can't be free like, don't let them tell you that you can't get reparations you can't get these things you can't you just can't you can't get land you can't get no free land everybody bought the land i don't know how you buy it. who can who can you buy it from if you didn't if you don't know who the owner is and you didn't own it in the first place you can't even buy it. you shouldn't even have a right to buy land especially if you're not from this place but anyway they can't give us no 40 acres they can't you can't 40 acres and a mule now will be a 40 acres and a car a car of your choice because back then a mule was priceless because a mule worked this money it worked this pay it worked it worked it paid for itself so today would be a, a house a land with some house uh, with a house on it and a car of your choice they're <laughs> not finna do that don't and don't let them don't let them come with them simple tactics like i'm gonna make sure everybody get 40 acres and a mule and then you're cheering for that person then that person yo your spokesperson your candidate that's who you picking don't 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 fall for that it's not it's rhetoric rhetoric is um what i tell you to make you to persuade you to come to my side come over here every saturday we eat we uh have a party versus go over there we study we study non-stop every day all day no rest you're gonna go to what makes you feel good what what sounded good to your ears that's all and it's just a game it's just a game and um but that was my first episode of into the rabbit hole these are going to be much longer and uh down the line but i just wanted to get this one quick cut i didn't write it like an essay i usually write these as essays i got some written as i just haven't recorded them yet but i wrote this one down like a board game like a rule book because that's what i felt at the time but i couldn't call it a wellspring because it's not um it's not for men's health it's for everybody's health i couldn't call it a bakery episode because those are uh those are all co-hosts co-hosted so this had to be a uh into the rabbit hole because it goes deeper than that and deeper than that then you get to these uh you add more rules to the game like these wars and these um these wars and these parties and stuff like that and the administration no no this is there's just most stuff added to the game that makes the game harder to be played and you know there are certain rules also that that makes you not able to be in the game you have to have a certain amount of money of course you do you have to be a certain age you have to have a certain type of uh licenses and uh and uh phds and education you had to have gone you had to have went to certain schools and also uh there's there's people there's also a group of of families that has past winning histories that also get in the game for free like the kennedys the bush you know they can those are families that's won games at multiple times and in, in different periods of time and they already get a spot in the game because they're known as uh legendary game winners and stuff like that so when you hear kennedy they out they automatically gets them a certain fan base when you hear bush they automatically gets them a certain fan base because they're past their previous or repeated winners or generational winners so um but yeah it goes like that when i played that's why I, I say look into everything you do i played the game i was playing that card game i was like wow i'm trying to think about what he's gonna do next rather than what i'm gonna do next 
so I can counter him before he counters me. I'm like, damn, I'm playing politics right now, ain't I? Damn. So that's what made me write on that. And um, like I was, get into like if you're gonna game or stuff a lot, get into something. Um, sometimes no, it ain't nothing wrong with playing any game, but get into something that makes you that that always tests you and something that's not easy, something that's hard, and then you know you you can get a grasp on it and understand it, and it makes you think. Just use something that, that brings out your critical thinking in you, because once you think critically about something, you watch everything you do. Even even as me now, a few ten dollars didn't use to mean nothing to me. Not saying that I'm cheap or not saying that I'm like that, but I should be cheap. Now ten dollars. Now I think about how I can spend that ten dollars instead of getting one item, unless I really need that item. Unless that item is gonna make me fifty dollars, I don't get the item. But I can turn ten dollars into. How can I turn ten dollars into three items versus one item, and still gonna need the other two items? You know, I, I think like that now. And it's it's that it could be my age, that could be my age showing, it could be my wisdom showing, but I actually I think about everything. Now there's certain episodes I haven't put on because I haven't thought about the reception of it and I don't know. It's just a good topic to think about. And I wanna avoid rambling to myself about how I feel about certain things rather than what these things are. 'Cause I'm I'm always fact based. I don't my opinion doesn't matter just like your opinion don't matter. And I don't state my opinion no more in nothing, unless it's some goofy stuff like, you know, pop culture, some video games, some stuff. I don't think this is a good game. I don't think there's you no know, stuff like that. But when it comes to stuff in history or something that means something like, for instance, uh, homosexuality, um, the, the, the uh, housing, the homeless, the homeless problem in the world, in, in America, which also has... Okay, I'm finna go and spoil some stuff for you. <clears throat> I call America the great contradictory. That's something I coined myself. This is the great contradictory. It's con this place contradicts itself. The reason why I call it the great contradictory is because this is a place where one problem is allowed to happen, but its complete polar opposite problem is allowed to exist too. At the same time, one side of the scale is allowed to exist evenly with another side of the scale that's con it, and that, that opposes itself at every turn, but it still but it still exists. For example, America has a obesity problem, while at the same time, it has a hunger problem. These two problems are existing at the same time in the same space. How can there be people eating so much that they're gaining weight not fit, not humanly possible, not supposed to be on a human body, while there's people that exist in the same state, in the same city, in the same town that, can, that doesn't have anything to eat? You understand? And then America has a, a homeless problem where, but there's so on this side there's people who had so much money they can't spend it in their lifetime in their whole generation lifetime coexisting on the same planet and walking in the same city as another person that doesn't have a, a cent to their name it's contradicting itself at every turn this is a great contradictory how can two problems 
how can two problems polar opposite of itself exist at the same time so that's why i call it that america the great contradictory this is a backwards place but i digress i lost my train of thought so i'm gonna end it there because i don't want to ruin this episode because i believe i did good on this episode and i actually got to 30 minutes it looked like but this was the first episode of into the rabbit hole where we deep dive into things that's going on in the world and i try to bring as many facts to it as, as possible and i want it to be a well-documented well-studied well-spoken show just something to get the ball rolling and get your mind thinking and hopefully it lets you uh get some type of understanding on yourself where you don't have to where you don't be fooled so easily by these things that they that they do these things that they say and i'm gonna get into a lot of stuff i'm gonna get into money what money really is i'm gonna get into uh housing because you know at this at right now something i want you to look up real fast i'm gonna give you some homework i want you to look up uh hostile agriculture in new york at this moment uh New York is making anti-homeless streets where they can't lay down on benches anymore because they got the bench set up in a way where it's uncomfortable. They got uh, covers on grates. They got spikes on chairs. And even on the subway on the ground at night, at night, the chairs roll up so they can't lay on it no more. They can't lay on the bench no more. But at the same time, this is why I call it the great contradictory. Instead of Some people may say that's good, but some people also say that if they was able to spend money in the whole city to make it to anti to, to hostile agriculture the whole city why did they make put their money into making the homeless problem go away you know but look that up hostile agriculture and it's not just new york san francisco and um los angeles a lot of cities are starting to add that today they also they also start to spend money on that and everything you know guess who's paying for it <laughs> you of course you are but that was the first episode of Into the Rabbit Hole. This was politics, the game of the wealthy. Y'all have a thought-provoking night, and I will see y'all in the next episode.